0: This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now is former Cincinnati Bengals player, Devin Steele. Devin has a new book out. It's called "Steel in the Game, Finding the Faith to Tackle Life's Biggest Challenges. It's our pleasure to welcome Devin Steele to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Devin. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. We all know you were drafted here in Cincinnati. Um, What do you miss most about Cincinnati now?
1: Just the atmosphere, you know, being there amongst the fans because for me, you know, one of my most trying years in my life was 2014 and really to see how the Cincinnati Bengals fan really backed and supported my family, it makes me and my family miss them a
0: lot. All right, so let's back up to... June 2014, your daughter received a diagnosis that rocked your world. Tell us, for those that don't know the story, tell us about the diagnosis there.
1: Yeah, so on June 2nd, 2014, when I decided to go home from OTAs to go to my daughter's dance recital, I ended up taking her to the hospital that morning, and doctors diagnosed her with stage 4 neuroblastoma and gave her a 50% chance of surviving.
0: So Devin, what was your reaction to that diagnosis? Because obviously you went in thinking it was something else, but it turned out to be stage four cancer.
1: No, I actually thought that she had a fever um, and I was trying to take her to the hospital, to see if she was running an ear infection or something to explain why her temperature was so high. And I was hoping that they gave her some medicine. She can go home and rest up a little bit before her dance recital that night, because I know she was really looking forward to it. But I never could have imagined that, you know, we walked in thinking it was a fever and we didn't get to walk out of that hospital until about a month later once we found out that she had stage four cancer.
0: So at the age of four, as her father, what do you tell a four year old about a diagnosis like that?
1: I, I didn't tell her anything, to be honest with you, because I didn't know how to really explain it to her. It took me a while to really let it sink in for me and understand what battle we had ahead of us before I went to my daughter and really tried to explain it to her.
0: You know, you went through you go through this trying. How did you cope with those very difficult times?
1: Right. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that I was able to cope with it because I mentally I was a mess. Um mm-hmm. I was all over the place. But, you know, when it came to making decisions for Leah, you know, I had to go from a place of fear um to a place of you know, me just wanting to save my daughter's life. Because in the beginning, I kept telling myself I didn't want my daughter to die. So every decision I made for her was based out of fear. And I decided to stop saying that, you know, I didn't want my daughter to die, but I wanted her to live. And I look at it as going from playing on the defensive side of the ball to playing offense. You know, sometimes when teams are up in the game, they play scared and, you know, they're playing just on defense, but we were trying to attack this disease, so we just did as much research as possible to find out what were the best options for her.
0: The story caught the attention of so many people. It caught national news. You were invited to the Ellen Show. What did that mean for your your daughter's battle? Did that give you fuel and fire to fight the disease even more, or what was that like for you as a father?
1: For me, it was just confirmation uh, because I, I know I speak for a lot of people who may face in our life. It may not be that cancer diagnosis that I got with my daughter, but sometimes when, you know, life hits you, you often question why. Like, why you? Why do you have to go through this? Why does your family have to go through this? And a lot of times when I was, you know, praying, asking for those answers, I never received those answers. So I decided to give my daughter's battle with cancer on my own, which was basically raising awareness for pediatric cancer. And then when I saw all the outpour of support, when I saw all the awareness and money we were raising and let me know that, you know, we was walking that right path and we were doing what we needed to do with her battle.
0: So why do you think that the story we talked about it being on Ellen and things like that? Why do you think the story of your daughter, why do you think that resonated so well with so many people?
1: I believe people just saw the genuineness of our relationship, a father daughter relationship and a dad willing to sacrifice everything to make sure that his daughter lived and, You know, I I think it really showed another thing that really got people hooked on it was it showed that the NFL had a heart because me being a player and I know a lot of spectators and fans, the NFL is not known for having that that soft side of that heart. So to see the NFL really support me in the ways they did, I think really, you know, spoke to a lot of people.
0: And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, for more information on the show, you can now like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now is Devin Steele. Devin is a former Cincinnati Bengals player. In 2014, his thin four-year-old daughter, was diagnosed with cancer. He's here this morning to talk about his new book, Still in the Game, Finding the Faith to Tackle Life's Biggest Challenges. Now, Devin, let's talk about what you've learned about yourself through this journey.
1: You know, I've been through a lot of struggles in my life. Um, I speak about a lot of my book from, you know, growing up in the inner city to being part of a broken home to, you know, six different surgeries I faced on my way to the NFL so I already knew I had what it take to over, or had what it took to overcome obstacles whenever they were laid out in front of me. But I never knew I could overcome something this big, like hearing that my daughter only had a 50% chance of surviving. So for me, what it it really showed me, and what I try to convey to other people, especially through this book, is that no loss is too great to ever stop your comeback. Because sometimes people can be facing a big obstacle in their life, and they feel like their life can ever get better that there's not a light at the end of the tunnel and I just want to show people there is through my struggles because I've been able to overcome a lot of things in my life and today I still remain undefeated because I never gave up
0: so and we talked about what you learned but what do you think what you learned about the generosity of others because there was such a outpouring what have you learned about humanity and the humanity of others I
1: think it showed that there's more good than there is bad in this world It's, it's just sad that you know, the, the the negativity in this world really gets spotlighted, and oftentimes the the good doesn't. And I hope that people were able to see that, you know, my daughter's story really brought people together of all different backgrounds in, in support of this, in support of families who are battling childhood cancer, because cancer doesn't discriminate. It affects everybody, no matter your background, your your religion, your gender, your, your sexual purpose, none of that. It, it doesn't discriminate. So To see people come together to help fight for a common cause was amazing to see.
0: So let's talk about the book. Again, the title of the book is Still in the Game. How did you come up with the idea for the book, and what sparked it all?
1: You know, it wasn't even my idea. I I never planned on, you know, writing a book or, or telling my story or going more in depth about my daughter's fight because, you know, a lot of people only saw what was on the surface. They didn't get to see what was happening behind closed doors. But after I had surgery with the Texans, um, And I was at home and I was in and out of it because I was on a lot of pain medicines to try to control the pain. And one time I just woke up and my mom was watching Oprah on TV and she was uh, interviewing Jack Canfield about Chicken Soup for the Soul. And He just started talking about how all his short stories in his book were used to inspire people to overcome their struggle. And it was like in that moment, I just got this feeling that took over me and, and told me that I needed to put my story out there because there's a lot of people who are playing a game of life on the sidelines because life has knocked them down so many times and they're not sure how to get back up or to get off the sidelines and get into the game. So I wanted to write this book for people to use as a playbook to get off the bench and start getting into the game.
0: Okay, so what was it like for you writing the book, the preparation process, and what was your biggest challenge, you think, in writing the book still in the game?
1: The preparation, it was tough. It was tough. Um, One thing that I wanted to do was I always learned from football that you're supposed to focus on the things that you're good at. And it's important to build a team around you that can really help you go further than you can go as an individual. So one thing I wanted to do was reach out to a co-author who was already a New York Times bestseller because, you know, I I travel the world a lot doing a lot of speeches. Like I can really control the crowd from the stage, but to put these words on a book in a way which can really touch people's heart, I thought it was important to partner with somebody who had that experience. So I partnered with a great author um, called Mark D'Agnesco, who's, like I said, a New York Times bestseller, and we were able to team up together for about a year and really get this story and put it on paper in a way that can really inspire a lot of people's lives. And probably the biggest challenge with this book was reliving tough experiences in my life, Um, because when you're writing it in a way where you want to be transparent so it can really impact people's lives, you have to relive a lot of moments that you don't want to relive. But having to go through that, I felt like it was very therapeutic for me.
0: So tell us about the book in general. Tell us about the book, if you will.
1: Right. So the book basically just goes throughout my life. Um, the struggles that I faced in my life, like I said earlier, as far as the growing up in the inner city, you know, being from a broken home, going through six different surgeries um, to make it to the NFL, being a captain, at Penn State during the Sandusky scandal and how I was able to lead my team through that scandal and how when Leah got diagnosed with cancer, I had finally realized that, you know, all those times where I felt like life was working against me and I kept asking why me, that when Leah was diagnosed with cancer and I had to come up with a plan to teach my daughter how to beat this disease, I realized that life had been working for me because if I didn't go through all that struggle and adversity, When I was younger, I wouldn't have been mentally prepared to handle what my daughter was going through. So I really just want to show people that, you know, no matter the struggles that you're going through in your life right now, you may not see the purpose behind it, but there will be a purpose eventually where all the struggle and stuff that you're going through is going to pay off when you need it the most.
0: And in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to former Cincinnati Bengal, Devin Steele. The title of his book is Still in the Game. Finding the Faith to Tackle Life's Biggest Challenges. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Now, Devin, like most professional athletes, I'm sure you spent most of your time in junior high and high school and college and even the NFL on the football field. So when you retired in 2017, how big of an adjustment was that for you to walk off the field for the very last time? What was that like for you?
1: it's a huge adjustment and you know I know a lot of people can relate to that whether you ever had to leave a relationship that you was in for a long time or you got laid off or fired from a job that you had for a long time it's tough starting over because i worked so hard since i was 13 to climb that mountain to reach it to the peak to make it to the NFL and honestly i didn't get to enjoy it you know i was the 53rd overall pick but i battled a lot of injuries in Cincinnati and then when i was finally over that hump injuries my daughter got diagnosed with cancer and even after you know she got diagnosed with cancer and I made it back with the Texans I got hurt again so walking away from something where you feel like you never got to experience what you worked so hard for it's tough but what I try to do now is just take the experience I learned from climbing that mountain of making it to the NFL and use it to climb this next mountain in my life which is you know becoming an author becoming a motivational keynote speaker and a life coach
0: a life coach, so what's that like? And how's that experience going for you? And what is that like for you, Devin?
1: Yeah, it's it's been pretty cool to me. You know, a lot of people refer to me now as the comeback coach because, like I said, when you read this book, I, I went through a lot of stuff in my life, but I still remain undefeated because I've been able to overcome every obstacle that was thrown in front of me. So just being able to, you know, give people that information, give people that playbook so they can make their comeback in their life and showing people that no matter what they're going through, as long as they're alive, they're still in the game. It's been my purpose in life right now, and I love it.
0: All right. Now, we talked about this. Now, your daughter was diagnosed when she was four. How is your daughter today, and how old is she?
1: She's doing really good. She's uh, almost four years in remission. She'll be four years in remission on March 25th, and we're actually going to have a big gala in Philadelphia on March 23rd to raise funds for families who are battling childhood cancer for our foundation. And she's eight years old now.
0: Wow. Good. So I'm glad to hear she's doing well. Um, I know that you raised a lot of money for Cincinnati's Children's Hospital when your daughter was going through um, her medical crisis. Um, So let's talk very briefly. How much money did you raise and why did you choose Cincinnati's Children's Hospital?
1: Right, yeah. I I didn't raise the money. I would say that everybody, all the supporters raised the money. I just used my platform to really raise awareness for people. But I think the credit goes to everybody who supported and donated because they saw the purpose behind what I was doing. And I believe when we did the check um, presentation against the Browns, it was like $1.3 million. And we donated to Cincinnati Children's for Cancer Research, especially because a lot of that money was raised in the Cincinnati community. We wanted to make sure we impacted that community.
0: All right. Well, we're out of time this morning, Devin. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, if they would like to find out more about the book, how can they find out more?
1: They can follow me on Instagram at stillinthegame, on Twitter at dev underscore still 71, or they can go to the book's website at stillinthegamebook.com.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Devin, for taking time to talk to me. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We've been speaking to former Cincinnati bingo, Devin Steele. Again, the title of his book is Still in the Game. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, any information that you may have missed can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Well, that's it for this edition of the show. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week. Be encouraged. Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday morning, magazine. We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding. For the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us. For the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Join us at conquer.org.